Welcome to the Grow My Efficient Business Podcast. My name is Chad Muncy, and I'm delighted to have you on the show today. This is the podcast where wedding officiants, celebrants, and wedding business owners come to learn together and take their businesses to the next level. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Grow My Efficient Business. Thanks so much for watching and listening. If you're on the podcast or if you're on the YouTube channel, it's been a little bit, and I'm really excited to get back into the swing of things. I took a brief hiatus. I had some things that I had to take care of. Uh, We're going through a big move and big change in our life. It's a good thing. It's a positive thing. It just took a lot of time. So I'm happy to be with you, and I'm going to be here each and every week on the YouTube channel. If you're listening on the podcast, lots of things uh, have happened since we were last together. Uh, I finished writing my book. I released it. I did like a first edition release. Then I got it edited. Now it's been edited and it is available. You can see how thick it is. Um, This took a lot of time. I put a lot of effort into this. All of the marketing things that I've learned over the years went into this book. And you can see this printout is front and back. If you're listening, it is 277 pages. You can get that on growmyefficientbusiness.com. Scroll down, you'll see it's actually on sale for a brief time. Depending on when you're listening or watching this, it may still be on sale. But go check it out. It is a great book with lots of things that if you apply to your business will change your life. I promise. The last thing that I wanted to tell you is that we are launching a membership. And this membership, has it gives you access to members-only trainings, live events, uh, a template library with ceremony templates, vow templates, uh, poems, special rituals, special readings, all the things you're going to use and need in your business to use for weddings. If you want to look like an incredible officiant, yes, you can write your own, or you can go to this library that has templates and ceremonies that I have used. And these are ceremonies that are proven to get results and be enjoyed by couples and audiences alike. You can get that uh, template library by joining the membership, which is less than if you bought a Starbucks coffee once a week or once every two weeks. It's pretty cheap. It's $10 a month for members, or you can pay for the annual membership. And you can get the book right now for only $10 if you get the annual membership, if you haven't got the book yet. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out. If you want to know more about that, all you have to do is head over to grow my efficient business slash membership dash info. That's grow my efficient business.com slash membership dash info. All right. Now let's jump into this episode. So the five things that you must do as a wedding efficient to get hired by couples. To me, these five things are not only things you have to do to get hired. I'm not saying you're not going to get hired if you don't do all these things perfectly. I'm saying the better you are at each of these five things, the more couples are going to come your way. And if you're an expert at these five things, if you master these, you are going to be the number one efficient in your area. If 
you follow the marketing principles I teach and make sure people can see you. If they can see you and you've mastered these things, they are going to jump on board and hire you to be their officiant. What are these five things? All right, I'm going to go over them in order. Communication is number one. All of these things start with a C. I want to make it easy on you. Uh, Communication. What do I mean by communication? I mean that you must have a systematic approach to communicating with couples from the very get-go, from when they see you on that Facebook group or when they go to your website or when you talk to them or when they pick up a business card. Your communication must have a system to it. For instance, if they pick up a business card, that business card needs to have a call to action. Do you want them to go to your website? Do you want them to go to your social media? Do you want them to call you? That's the first step. That's the first call to action. Once they follow that call to action and they get to that next place that you told them to go to, what's your next call to action? If they go to your social media, do you want them to just scroll around? No. At the top, you need to say what you want them to do. Uh, To book me, click on this form. Or to learn more, call me. Or I want to talk to you. Click this button. And they click the button and it opens Messenger. It's got to have a process. You have to have a systematic process It doesn't have to be a software program. It can be a process that you come up with step by step for the person to communicate with you. And all of the content that you put out has to have crystal clear communication. Every bit of content. When you put out a social post, unless you don't care if that social post gets you business or not, at the end of the social post, even if it's a fun one, when you go on... um, I don't know what a gentry officiant services. I'm just made that up off the top of my head. Gentry officiant services, and you go to their social media and they put a post up, and it's a funny, cute post. At the bottom, it should say, I, I would love to talk to you and officiate your next ceremony. Well, if they're if they've gotten divorced before, I should, you should don't don't put next. If you so you go to gentry officiant services social media. And at the bottom of the post, you should put, I would love to speak with you about your wedding ceremony. Contact me here or go to the website and list your website. It needs to have a step-by-step instructions call to action. So communication. Another important thing that a lot of officiants leave out is when the couple calls you, when they contact you for the first time, Okay, let me back up just for a second. This is a pet peeve. When they go to somebody's website and they fill out a form and they send that form in and there's crickets, no one says a word for 48 hours. Oh, 72 hours. It's been three days and no one has sent them anything back. No one's contacted them. That is a big no-no. Not only are you turning that couple off, but all the word of mouth that comes out of their face and talking to other people about your business is going to be negative. They had a negative experience. We want to reduce that by ending the negative experiences. So when the couple calls, when they send an email, when they fill out a form on your website, make sure that communication is swift, so it's it's quick coming back to them, and that it's clear and concise. You've got to make sure. If, if all you have in place is a phone number and they call you and get a voicemail, as soon as they leave a voicemail, you need to make sure you can get that. 
in either a text form or or to listen to it quickly so that you can respond within an hour. I know that's really quick, but I, in my opinion, it should be within five minutes if you can at all possible. So what I do, if I'm not available, I have that in my voicemail, and I, I have. I'm so sorry. I'm unavailable. Please don't leave me a message. Instead, go to my website and fill out an interest form, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. When they go to my website, they fill out an interest form, and once that form, once they click send, the computer recognizes the form and automatically sends them an email back that's personalized. It says their name. It says what they're interested in. It's already in the email, and it says, thank you so much for contacting me about so-and-so. I am going to get back with you uh, within 24 hours or whatever your period is, but at least they have a communication back. Even though it's automated, it feels like, oh, they know that my message is with them and they are going to contact me back. So communication number one. The last thing I'm going to say before I move on with communication, I want you to be confident and I'm going to address something, uh, one, two, three, four, in the fourth one that will help you be confident in your communication. All right. Number two, C, customization. What does customization mean? It means that when a couple contacts you, um, don't sound like no matter what, it's only your way or the highway. I know you're an officiant and you are the professional, but you need to be open or at least have a system in place to customize things for couples. For a long time, I was like, I am not customizing anything. I'm going to have an elopement package, a sign-and-go package, and a ceremony package, and that is it. I'm going to do quick sign-and-goes within five miles. I'm going to do elopements within 15 miles, and that's going to be my next pricing tier, and then I'm going to do ceremonies, and that's my last and most expensive pricing tier. That's the customization. That's all they get. But then I started losing couples because they would call and say, have you ever done this? No, I've, I've never done that, but here are my packages, and I'd send them my website. Never hear from them again. A couple would call me and say, hey, hey, Chad, I love the way you do this and this. I saw a video of you at a wedding, and I'd love to have you. The only thing is I want our, our ceremony to be a little different. It's going to have this and this. We're going to do our vows this way. I'd lo- There's a ritual that involves wine and all this, and I'd love for you to learn that. If I'm not open to hearing people's ideas, their creations for their own wedding and customizing it, they are going to go somewhere else. The next part of that is if I'm too expensive with my customization, they're going to go somewhere else. So don't make it sound like it's your way or the highway in person or on your website. Don't make it sound like that. Make it sound like they can get what they want. And if you're not sure what that looks like, like in package form, Make a page specifically on your website that talks about a customized ceremony and all of the things that they could customize. Let them dream a little bit about what their ceremony could be, and then don't put any pricing. Let them contact you, and you can come up with a price later, but be open to customizing. So that's, I'm going in order here. 
first communication, super important. That's number one, absolutely. Being quick in in communication and confident and crystal clear. Number two is customization. You've got to make sure you can customize and that you advertise or show that you can customize their ceremony for their wedding because they want it their way. Number three, in order, another C, credentials. Do you have credentials? Now, if you don't, if you're brand new, don't worry about it. I'm not going to scare you away by saying you've got to have credentials. If you've never uh, officiated a wedding before, you need to leave the industry. No, you are brand new and that is okay. If you've been doing this a while, you probably have some credentials. If you haven't, you don't have any. And that is okay. There's a few things that you can do if you want more credentials, even if you've been doing this a while or if you're brand new, you can do some freebies. I want you to go in some community groups and get a wedding. It's not hard to book a wedding. And if you're free, don't say, I've never officiated a wedding I want to do yours. <laughs> Explain your story. Say, I have been interested in becoming a wedding officiant for a while now. I am learning. I'm confident when I do a ceremony, but I'm just starting my official business in this location, in this local area, and I would love to donate my services for someone's wedding. If you word it that way, as opposed to, I'm a new officiant, let me officiate your wedding, you'll not get any if you say it that way. If you word it the other way that I just said, you will get someone that is kind and says, man, I'm looking for an officiant. We don't have a lot of money, but I would love for you to do it. And then you just work out with them. Can I... Uh, photograph or have somebody take some pictures of me doing it or video it, and then will you write me a review? That's all I ask, and they will most certainly write you a review, allow you to take some photos, or allow you to video it. I would do all three if at all possible. So start getting some freebies. Do two at the most. I wouldn't go on and on. I would do two, get you some credentials. A lot of people right now are saying, Chad, I can't get those. I've tried. I can't get freebies. Now, I'm not arguing with you. I think you probably could, but if you can't, don't worry. I'm going to give you another solution. If you can't get Google reviews and you can't get some freebies, ask a family member or a close friend to listen to you perform a ceremony so you're not lying. You're listening. They're listening to you perform a ceremony. Practice before you do it and then say, can you just write me a little review about how I did? He sounded confident. She sounded amazing. She performed the ceremony like a pro. The ceremony was beautiful, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Something like that. Use those that I just told you. Have them write that on a piece of paper and put that on your website. So you're not you're not having to get Google reviews. There's nothing official that stops you from putting reviews on your website. So when you do your website, put on your website reviews and put those in quotations. Put their name. You don't have to put their whole name. Put Jessica L or John M. Put their last name as an initial or just put their first name. But at least you have some reviews and people see that on your website and say, oh, well, they are professional. Look, look at what the reviews say. They see some reviews, so they see some credentials. That's all I'm going to say about that because it's pretty easy uh, to get reviews, even just getting them from your family 
and then getting a freebie, then getting a Google review. You can do it. It just takes work. So do the work. Number four, ceremony performance. Why can't people get hired by couples? Because some of them have a video online of them performing when they didn't have any business performing, they weren't practiced, they didn't rehearse, and it sounded horrible. And they said, um, uh, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Instead of dearly beloved, we are gathered here today, and we're so excited for the marriage of so-and-so and so-and-so. Thank you so much for your presence here today. They're not confident. They don't sound like a professional officiant, and they're, um, thank you so much, everyone, and they're nervous. Before you perform a ceremony and before you get on video, or get anybody in front of you that might put a bad word out, make sure you're good at performing a ceremony. This sounds so elementary, but there's a lot of officiants who don't do this work before they become an officiant. And that's what hurts them, and that's what stops their business in its tracks before they go anywhere. So, are you good at performing a ceremony? If not, I want you to watch the video I'm linking to in the comments. It is a video that I made on CRV, which is something that I came up with based on my experience and the voice coaching I had as a young man, and this will help you a lot. It will help you be confident, it will help you get rid of your nervousness, and it will help you perform good in front of crowds, memorizing it or not memorizing it. Either way, it'll help you be confident enough not to stare at a piece of paper the entire time and actually be involved and in the ceremony. And people will be able to feel a difference. They'll be able to feel that you're confident and that you're over the ceremony and you're not just performing, you are guiding them through this amazing experience. So go watch that video but you've got to be good at ceremony performance. The last one, the last one is a biggie a lot of people think, but it's not as big as you might think. It's cost. It's the price of your packages and the price of the service that you charge people. So this is what a lot of couples care about until they start digging in. And what I mean by that is a lot of couples go in, they have a sheet that says their budget, and they have to go by their budget. And on Officiant, they have a really low price. The problem is when they start digging in and finding Officiants that are actually professional and not off of Craigslist or Facebook. Now, I can go on Facebook and find an Officiant any day for 100 bucks, But if I'm having a wedding and I'm spending five to ten to $20,000 on my wedding, I want my ceremony to be great, and I'm not going to hire a $100 officiant. So the couples that are doing that, you don't want. So don't don't put your prices at $100. The cost is what couples perceive in the beginning as something that's going to be low, but once they start digging in and seeing the professional officiants, they are okay with paying a little more. Most couples have a budget, but when they, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. 
um, when they see that you've mastered the craft, so when they see that you've got communication down, when they when they see that you can customize their ceremony, you've got everything they want, you have credentials, you have reviews, when you are great at performing the ceremony, and this might take some time. I'm not talking about a day. I'm not talking about a year. I'm talking about it might take you a couple months to get to this spot. But when they see that you've mastered uh, being an officiant, and heck, you might look like this in two weeks. You might get all this stuff done and look like you've mastered it. But your website, your social media, um, you, the, the few reviews that you've got need to be great. All of these things need to look like you've mastered it. But once you do, your price needs to reflect that and needs to be a little bit higher than all of these other ones that are like mid-level. And you've heard me talk about pricing before. Pricing is a gray area. A lot of people perform uh, weddings and officiate weddings, and they're they're not charging enough. They're just not charging enough. And people will argue with me until they're red in the face. But I've officiated many, many weddings, and most of my weddings were six hundred to twelve hundred dollars. Um, and I did that because I just followed the things that I teach. I put the work in. I put the effort in. I made sure everything was streamlined and my communication was incredible. And people just had what you hear me say all the time, a five-star experience. Um, So master the other Cs. Master communication, customization, credentials, ceremony performance, and cost. Master these things. And if you haven't mastered all of them, look like you've mastered it. I know there's an old saying, fake it till you make it. And that's that's not super hard to do in this, but it is when it comes to performing a ceremony. So there's some things in this that you might can get away with, but the performance part and the communicating with people part is something you really need to practice. But it doesn't take a lot of practice. It just takes a little bit of practice because you can read from a script. You can read from your ceremony. It's not like you have to memorize all this stuff. You just need to practice to make perfect. Um, Here's a few tips for cost, because I know cost is the gray area, and we all want to price our services so that people hire us and don't get scared off. So create a section of your website. This is the last thing I'm going to tell you, so listen to this, because I think this is really important. Create a section on your website that doesn't have any cost. If you put your prices on your website, make sure that the pricing on your website is all low pricing, the the lowest priced things that you offer. So if you offer elopements, put that on there. Maybe that's 100 or 175 or 300, whatever you charge for elopements, put that on there. If you have a sign and go, put that on there. That might be as low as elopements or lower in some areas. So if you have a sign and go, put that on there. But if you're worried about pricing, don't put it on there for the higher priced items. Don't put it on there for customization. And then people... I promise they will want to know based off of the rest of your stuff that they see, if you've mastered it and everything looks amazing and you communicate well, they will call you for pricing. So make them call you for pricing. And then before you say that's going to cost you $500 or $600, before you tell them the price, have a few meetings 
and make them fall in love with you, your communication, your process, the way you deliver things. Make them fall in love with your personality and who you are and and make them want you as an officiant. And then say that their investment in you is going to be this amount of money, and they will gladly pay it. You don't want people that are cheap, I promise, because they're the ones that will get you in trouble and complain. I hope this was extremely helpful. I'm so happy to be back with you. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, you can see me smiling because I'm really happy. I've got a lot of things that I was working on, and now I'm starting to implement them. I'm doing the fun part. I did all the work. Now I'm going to do the fun part, the membership, the book. Um, I'm launching another podcast slash website that goes right along with this, and both of these are going to deliver awesome content. It's called Grow My Wedding Business. So if you if you have a wedding business that and you're not just an officiant, you'll need to subscribe to that too because of that. I've got some really cool things that are coming down the road. But right now, I'm concentrated on Grow My Efficient Business and getting these these bundles of content out to you as quickly as I possibly can. So thank you so much for joining me, watching me, listening. If you haven't yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, if you haven't yet Follow the podcast or add the podcast in your favorite podcast platform. And I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Have a great day. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. That helps us so much as we grow. I hope you have a great rest of your day.